The book of Hebrews, 11.6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so the phrase, he who comes to God, means one that approaches God, coming close to God, seeking God, and worshiping God. According to this place of scripture, we can conclude that any form of service to God, including tithes and offerings that we right now will be doing, without faith is not able to please God. We need to ask the question, in what way do we perform the service of tithes and offerings in faith and with faith in order to honor God? In accordance to Scripture, to please God is to activate Him by the work of your faith, proclaiming that word that He would like to have proclaimed, which means obey your faith to the faith of God. In this way, we then please Him and draw His favor upon ourselves, His goodness. When we activate God in this way, we show our favor toward Him, our thanksgiving toward Him. And as a response to our thanksgiving or our favor, He demonstrates His favor. According to the text we read, and it is not the only one in Scripture, when we come to God and we seek God in accordance to His will, we always behave according to faith or by faith. If a person every time drawing near to God or coming close to God in the aspect of tithes does not seek God in the service of tithes and offerings, but is looking to increase his finances, then according to Scripture, God every time will kill his desire, his prayer, his service. Why? Because every time drawing near to God in tithes and offerings, a person is trying to find or pursue his own personal interests or desires, and in this way he places them above God's will and desires. And this deep, uh, deeply offends and wounds God, and instead of favor, you prompt then his wrath. In uh, bringing your tithes in order to please God, or bring them by faith, it is necessary to obey your faith to God's faith and to consider yourself a tithe as well, which upon practice means to proclaim that not existent adoption of our body by the redemption of Christ as existent. This is to consider yourself as God's belonging, God's tithe. When the body is adopted by the redemption of Christ, it becomes God's belonging, God's temple, temple of the Most High. We proclaim that not existent as existent because our bodies are still corrupt and still mortal and they are not in accordance to God's temple. But when we are obeying God's faith, we uh, count ourselves dead to sin, living for God, and we proclaim the not existent stronghold of incorruption within our body as existent, then God accounts this to us as righteousness and He then comes into our body. Honoring God or pleasing God in your tithes and offerings, we then place the fire of His desire into the golden incensory so that we can obtain God's favor. When we get close to God and we bring our tithes, that is our finances, we place then our uh, desires into the sensory 
Every time you seek incre the increase of your finances in the service of tithes, then you are placing yourself above God or your desires above God's desires. Then Nadab and Abihu, sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it, but incense they put incense in it and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me I must be regarded as holy, and before all of the people I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Leviticus 10, 1-3 A profane fire is a person pursuing his own per, uh his own personal interests. And so then he uses the principles of faith in order to uh, achieve what he wants. But the fire taken from the altar is one who is trying to fulfill God's will. The faith of God is the obedience uh, to God's oath commandments. And this always pursues God's goal and is circling around God's goal, or you're circling around God's goal. And so your disobedience uh, to the commandments of God, it's disbelief, and although you try to serve God and still use the same places of Scripture, in that service, you will be pursuing your own personal interests and your own and you'll circle around your own personal interests. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul, and he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. Second Chronicles 15, 15. Why? Because they began seeking God, not their own personal interests. It is enough that nation of Israel has suffered enough destruction because they pursued their own personal interests, uh, trying to use God's commandments, trying to use their purpose. We're the children of Abraham. As people say, we're the children of God even today. We're under grace. Everything belongs to us. Yes, you are the children of God upon the condition if you behave as children of Abraham. But if you do not, you do not behave did Abraham seek riches on earth? Did he not he did he not seek God and his wisdom? An oath is always uh, having to do with sanctification or separating to God what is within our possession but does not belong to us. And so such oath such an oath or such separation always is accompanied with joy and not sorrow. And this means to seek God in everything that you do. Now the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest and without law. And so, when you pursue his interests, when you seek God and his interests, then will it be good for you. According to this prophecy, to forsake God, you go to him to seek prosperity, healing, anointing, and it's not to glorify him, but to satisfy your own personal desires, your popularity and fame and so forth. 
serving uh, God and worshiping God, giving Him your tithes and your offerings, this is one of the unique and great forms of service where a person can acknowledge God's authority over himself and demonstrate his, his love to God and testify about the fact that He is God's belonging. He is God's tithe. And so bringing your tithes and offerings to God in accordance to the written word, we in this way demonstrate our favor before Him, which then prompts uh, His response, His favor upon us. And everything you do or whatever you do, do it heartily as the Lord, as to the Lord, not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Colossians 3, 23-25. And so a reward is hope. It's not something you receive immediately. It's what you will receive in the fruit. You sow in tears, and you wait. And when the time comes, you will reap in joy. Here it means the reward that a person will reap and see in his body. He will see that the Lord has uh, showed that favor to him and separated them from those who did not honor him with tithes and offerings. According to this place of scripture, we can see that when we serve God in the service of tithes and offerings from the soul for the Lord, we find God in the depths that are beneath, which include all of the earthly blessings, which then means that being in His presence, you begin to take control over the blessings that are in the depths beneath. That means we can possess or bind on earth which has already been preordained for us in heaven. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, Matthew 18, 18. The more accurate word uh, or place of scripture from the Greek is, assuredly, I say to you, that you will be able to bind on earth or, uh, or loose on earth what will already, which already has been bound or loosed in heaven before that time. And so what is bound and loose in heaven is the teaching of Christ that becomes legitimate and actual when it begins to live in us and we live in it. And, and now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He, he, he is obedient to his own words, because when we ask according to his will, God's will is his word. And when we ask according to his will, God is obedient to his own words, because he is a servant of his own words. He voluntarily has placed himself in the temple of our body, and he has magnified his word above all of his names, and he is vigilant in the temple of our body that it be fulfilled quickly. That is when he hears us, when we ask according to his will, and when we know, not feel. And if we know and know, it doesn't say if we feel, because every faith is based on knowledge, information that comes from hearing the word of God. Faith is from hearing the word. When we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, it's talking about what whatever we may ask according to his will. We know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. 
although we may not see it physically with our eyes, we, we will receive it in the reward. But when we do this, we know we have received it and it's already been put upon our account in Christ Jesus. It's already upon our account in Jesus Christ. Although we may not use it right now, but it is in the bank, heavenly bank, upon our account. And when the time comes that God has appointed, then he'll say, child, now you may use everything. Now I open, I give you full access to your own account. Just as a parent who give, uh, lay uh, aside an inheritance for their child. And so if I am to pass away, the if I pass away, then my child will be able to receive full access to that <clears throat> inheritance, that money, when he's 21 years old. And then he will be able to use it. But when he finishes uh, his uh, schooling or college, then he will be able to use this portion. And when he marries, he'll be able to use this. And then when he has children, I say, how uh, millionaires do things sometimes. They want to continue to, they want uh, to continue their family and they want an heir uh, that would be able to continue this, uh, this success, this line. And so every time we bear fruits of obedience and we honor God with our tithes and we don't expect it immediately, the materialistic goods, we know that upon our account God has placed everything, all of the great promises that we will be using on earth. He is converting the earthly things for, into heavenly things because everything on earth will soon be burned. But we honor God with what is of the of the world what is in the world but he converts it into heavenly currency and we don't know what kind of currency it will be in heaven but we do know that as here on earth people who uh, uh, possess more means they have more opportunities it will be the same in, in the new heaven and new earth people that will possess more means this spiritual currency will be able to possess more opportunity uh, than other people. So it's not important how much you have. It's important how you give because God is writing not the number that you had given, but what kind of heart you give it with. I understand that sometimes it's easy to give for a person uh, to give $100 from a 1000 but when you have to give not $100 from a 1000 now, but a 1000 from 10000 or even more and more and more, then this egotistical nature wakes up. People, often, a lot of people who have left, uh, left because they became very wealthy, they began not wanting to give God their... Uh, means one of them told their son you see I would have needed to give from my million a hundred thousand and now we give just as much as we want wherever we want to and when he gives 50,000 or however much everyone's in in wow but here he gives 200,000 or half a million no one will say wow here because 
he is giving it to God, not before men. Understand that God is very closely watching after the heart. Why did he look at Abel and his gift? He is looking not at how much you give, but how you give it. And God looked at Abel and his gift, and he looked at Cain and his gift and didn't accept them. He looks first at the person, what he's, how he's giving it, what he's looking for. If he's looking for prosperity in giving his tithes, then he does not honor God. He makes himself God. And so right now we will glorify the, the Lord with our tithes and our offerings. We will worship him. We will demonstrate our love before him. We will acknowledge over ourselves his authority and we will sing a song. I will live under the protection of his wings. And his wings are the word of God and the Holy Spirit our, our uh, covering place, our hiding place that we receive by hearing the word of God. Let us stand. This is our unique opportunity to shame this governing sin in our bodies by the power of his redemption. Acknowledging and testifying before God that, Lord, I belong to you. I am your tithe and I honor you with my tithes. Look at my heart that I am your tithe, your belonging. I can testify of that. Let us sing.
And so every time I shall gladly remind us that when Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the temple of Solomon or the tabernacle of Moses, they stretched out their hand over their tithes as a command they received from Moses. We are that same Israel. We are connected to the same root. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithe and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity, I do not give in sorrow, and I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the opportunity to present your authority and acknowledge your, you and your love, and according to your words, right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me, and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. <laughs> 